Welcome to a special edition of Blues Views 324. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm with my co-host, Harris. We're doing a rare Wednesday morning podcast since the Giants are playing Monday night. There's no point of recapping a happy victory from Sunday's victory versus the uh, Carolina Panthers. The Giants won 25-3. to We're going to get into all that and a couple of sad injury notes during the show as well. Harris, how's it going tonight? Happy Victory Tuesday when, while we're recording. When you hear this, happy Victory Wednesday. Wednesday is the demarcation of the new week for the NFL. So now we're focused on the Kansas City Chiefs, who have been very shaky. We're still nowhere near in their league, but any given Monday, anything can happen. We'll get into that later in the week. But today we're just strictly talking about a victory against the very, very shaky Carolina Panthers. Um, Dan, a win's a win. A win's a win. People are... We're not apologizing to anybody. No, no <laughs> one, man. Uh, for a long point of time, it was five to three. I, I'm not going to lie. Right. I'm not going to lie. I wanted that as the final score. Thankfully, we <laughs> got some action in the second half as Giant fans. So um, let's do a quick run through. Um, anything that caught your eye sitting in your seats on Sunday? I didn't personally go. It was one of the games that I gave up during the regular uh during preseason. So if they were five and one or oh and six or one and five, which they are, they were going to Sunday, I was not going to the game. So from home, it, it was hey, Dan. very sad. Dan, I know. Say it, Dan, the it Giants are one without you. It might be me, but honestly, the last couple of games before that, they were all losses that I missed. Right. So it ain't just me. It's just the terrible then, organization at the moment. So what's going on? My first on? impressions going into the game was, I think I told you as well, it was like half half full capacity right. maximum. And, he, and it, was notice, it was noticeable, very noticeable uh, off the TV. It was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, obviously, Carolina, they're kind of, you know, a middling team, so there's not many road fans from them. And right. Yeah, it, was a, it was a nice day out, but, I mean, going into the game, it was like, you know, let's see what happens. And the defense right. carried us, basically. Sam Darnot looked absolutely – Oh, my God. Incredible. He looked he's, – he's terrible. Like, I, I, I think really... if they had any sort of quarterbacking from the start, it would have been a rough day. Right. The first drive, they made some plays, but besides that, it was just god-awful. And I'm so grateful that we have Jones after watching Sam play this past <laughs> Right, weekend. right, right. Um, we'll get into Daniel a uh, little little later on. So, yeah, it was just one of those weird days, both teams thinking that they're going to get right on each other. Um, it was just one of those, like, all right, the Giants don't win today. When are we going to get our next win type of feeling? And Thankfully, they did. Um, you know, the in the first... beginning, Dan, we were scared. Remember when um, it was the Kyle Rudolph touchdown and got overturned and right. we couldn't push it in from the one-yard line? Right. I was texting you saying, like, you know, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're hard. Here we go we again. can't score there. And then, luckily, defense held us in long enough, and we finally pulled away towards the end. Right. Uh, for the first half, it was the uh, safety. Sam Darnold, man, that's – if he – I he has – he feels the pressure – he really hit. I know uh, Leo was coming, coming, but yikes! He had a couple more seconds to hang in there, and thankfully he didn't. It was all day. He was he was seeing ghosts, as he said against the Patriots. He was, you know, right. 
And then the next drive was a uh, Graham Gano uh, field goal. So it was three. It was five three. All... Hey, Graham Gano, did he break a record? He broke some kind of record, right? Graham Gano. Um, I believe at home. I don't. I most don't recall. 50, I think it was most fifty yard field goals. We could look that up. I think most fifty yard field goals in Giants history. I think. Oh, okay. Good for him. Congratulations. I did not know that. So thanks. Thanks, Harris, for telling me that. Um, and then Bradbury made a nice interception right in the uh, the red zone area. So that was obviously huge. And then halftime happened. So that was just like, oh, boy, that was an ugly half. Thank God defense showed up with the safety and the interception. Thank God for the Graham Gano, um field goal. Unfortunately, the offense didn't get it going as as the routine has been mostly this season, um, right. especially on those four down territory. It's just I don't hate them for going. I, obviously, we're one in five at the point moment. At this point of the game, you have to go for it. Um, oh, you love that decision, yeah. You, but you just got to find it's a way just to pure it. execution, and they just didn't get it on that play. There was just with the everybody banged up. It's just. No excuses, but yeah, the talent wasn't there and they just didn't execute. Then in the third quarter, it was a punt, 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 punt. <laughs> Both teams traded punts uh, twice. And then finally the Giants in the third quarter had 11 plays, 75 yard, six minute and 33 second drive. We Obviously, needed we needed that. That was basically the turning point of the game. As you can see, um, basically, it was the this was the the play of the day. Obviously, this was the Philly special. Basically, Dante Pettis throws it to Daniel Jones. At first, you're like, "Why isn't Daniel running?" And now, when I got to see the highlights and everything, there were three Panthers there. So thankfully, he didn't run more there more further than he was supposed to thankfully right. and he made a spectacular one-handed catch um and getting hit hard and still holding on to the ball so that was obviously the play of the game Got no the reaction 16. right no Don't reaction <laughs> yeah that's the weirdest thing but it's that's why he's a cold killer and that's why i've been saying it all along it's that's why he's the perfect quarterback for here very he's not, he's not going to get too high. He's not going to get too low. You don't know if he's going to throw five picks or five touchdowns. He's just. Who does that remind you of? Who does who the, the demeanor he, Eli, you of? It's very Eddie steady. Just let me right. do my thing and I'm going to just do what I got to do. So, yeah, everybody and their mother would have been celebrating. Knowing me, I would have went completely batshit crazy. I probably <laughs> would have got about fifteen. I probably would have lost the fifteen yards. I'll be honest. <laughs> I would have got. I would have lost. Was, the, I was hoping they let him keep that ball too. You know, his first reception might be his only reception ever. <laughs> right, and then, then we kept on driving the ball down, and then uh, Dante Pettis uh, surfing into the end zone uh, with the defender on the bottom of him, and him able mm -hmm. to carry the end zone so that was a five-yard pass so Dante was Pettis was a Dante Pettis uh drive right there honestly I for the last couple of games that we've actually really seen Dante play he he got involved the Dallas game last year the last game of the year last year he was a big focal point in the win last year and then obviously this week with a big throw and then a catch 
I would like to see him if if everybody's still banged up. I would like to see him get the ball, uh, more chances of getting the ball because it seems like Daniel's comfortable with him and he he always seems to be at the right spot to make plays. So yeah, that would be good to see. Yeah, five catches on five targets too. So he's very efficient and he has breakaway speed if you give him a chance. So I like I like Pettis. Yeah, I like Pettis too. He did he didn't get a fair shake in uh. And was he a first round pick then or a second round pick? I don't remember. I'll be honest, but it was a high pick though. So it's he was definitely like a high pick, pick worth right. worth um taking a risk on. So kicking fires on the end, he looks good. So to that game, Sunday's game was the first game since in nine years that the Giants have beaten someone over twenty points or well, twenty two points, obviously. Really? Okay. And. Yeah, that was the stat after the game. And I don't know if you remember the game. Obviously, you were there. I was there, too. It was uh, nine years ago, the last game of the year against the Eagles, when the uh, Ruben Randall game. Ruben Randall had three touchdowns. Right, right. If we win, we had to pray for the Lions to win, and we would get in. Obviously, the Lions didn't win for us, of course. But it was a nice way to end the season. I was there freezing my nuts off because I didn't know – I didn't know what long johns were at that moment, and I definitely regretted that. Um, I remember that was a cool freaking game. I remember a scoreboard watching and seeing them, you know, the Lions at the time. Right. But it was good to, you know, handle our business, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, what was some things? The Giants had six sacks. Aziz had two and a half. Aziz, Karen, yeah, talk about him. Yeah. He's really playing his own. Uh, he he's he's showing flashes, and he is so fast off the edge. Uh, I must have told you that a lot when when I'm at my seats and just watching from my bird's eye view of 324. It's just he has that speed. It's just hopefully everything else comes along with him, and he could be something special. For years, he's still a rookie and he's growing and growing. You know, the first couple games he made, he's definitely gonna blow by. Uh, hopefully, he blows by BJ Hill's sack total. He's probably right there, right? BJ had like five or six sacks that right couple years ago, four and a half right now. He had one and one the first couple games, yeah. He had like three weeks in a row, so he might be there. He he really, he's like next sack might tie it or break it. So it's just Having him go, um, Leo's been playing fine. I don't get the hate that everybody's been getting it. He's having similar production that he did at last year. It's just people need to find something to complain about. Keep doing your thing, Leo. I, I am really happy on how you're producing for the most part this season, so keep it up. Um, yeah, no, that's about it from the actual game. We can um, talk about Daniel Jones, and we can talk about the awful injuries today. Uh, it's not breaking news. Obviously, you're looking at it. Um, as of Tuesday, um, Captain Jabril Peppers. There you go. Number 21, I was going to uh, say. I, I saved you from saying Julius. Um, yeah, he ruptured his ACL, right? It was the ACL? He ruptured yeah. his ACL, and – Ankle and so yeah, and then he had a big sack against. Um, yeah, that was a whole hustle. He got cut and then he, he got cut down, down and he still yeah. chased Donald and he was able to make the play. So he's an emotional. Leader he's an emotional well. guy. You're right. He's a Jersey guy, and it's just sad to see him. This right. might be his final time playing with the Giants, and we know he gave everything he had. Obviously, so it's going to be a tough loss. He seems like an emotional leader on the team. For whatever reason, 
they haven't been playing him as much recently. He's had a couple injuries. He missed the Cowboy game, and it's just an unfortunate way. Hopefully his Giants career doesn't end. Maybe they find a way to bring him back next year now that he's hurt, maybe on a prove-it deal or something along those lines. So, Jabril, we're praying for you. Hope everything is yeah. good. Speedy recovery. And be be well, Jabril. Um, he'll be cheering from the sideline, you know. Yeah, he's he'll be he'll, we'll be seeing a lot of them. Um, just it's just sad. Just another right. player, just another player on the the uh, IR. And that is the third captain with a knee injury this year. So it's crazy, Dan. The injuries and the everybody's NFL, dropping like flies, and they're still <laughs> quote unquote playing hard other than the Rams right. game. So they're gonna have their uh they're gonna have their work cut out for them later this week. We will definitely um preview the Rams um Rams, the Kansas City game because that's gonna be an interesting game. I'm not trying to get my hopes up. I know you're not either because it could be they're going to either get our hopes up and find a way to lose at the end or they're just not going to show up yeah. and just get blitzed like a typical fashion. Right. Kansas we'll talk City. about it. But we need, um, we need some positive news on the injury front to really have a chance in this game, I think. Right. You know, we need a couple right. guys back. Having Slayton and Ingram as the top two guys is not going to be enough against the Chiefs. No, offense. not at all. Um <laughs> We Not need, at all. Need, you know, I think I think we need at least two of the you know two of the yeah, main like guys. Saquon and Tony, maybe hopefully, and uh, maybe Galladay. Shepard might be closer too, but um, we'll, we'll see. Who? Shepard. Shep. Yeah, apparently was, Shep was, was gonna go play, but at the uh, warmups, he didn't feel right. So hopefully, we'll, he has a chance to get back in eight days. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. You know. Right. So before we wrap up, we got to talk about how consistent Daniel Jones has played this whole entire season. Um, and obviously this is a make it break it season for him. There's no excuses as in injuries and everything like that, but he is going in game in game out playing hard and making us feel more comfortable. If the giants see him as the quarterback of the future, um, I've been very happy with what I've seen with him. Is he, earth shattering but he's doing enough for me to be okay next off season during draft season not having to look at a quarterback and be like all right we need to get a quarterback so far in the season it could definitely change from here on out i really hope not but as of um october 26th i want an offensive lineman and i want a defensive end or slash pass rushing linebacker if I had a choice. Yeah. Well, so, outside of the Rams game, the biggest thing to me is he's not turning the ball over at all. Right. And not the only turnover, the only turnover. Yeah. Besides the Rams game, you know. Right. One pick was a uh, Hail Mary at the end of the right. half in the Saints game. And then that fumble against the Broncos, which was backbreaking. But, right. Um, but overall, I, though. I know there's a lot of Daniel Jones haters and I I know a few very close to me. So I just been steadily like he's doing what he needs to do. Um, Would I give him the big quarterback money? No, I would not at this moment. Not yet. But I would definitely be inclined to giving him another year. And if not the fifth year option, if all things push and cuff, if someone, if, if they build a right around him, he can definitely, Bring us to the playoffs. I, I think he's, that uh, he's the last of our issues, Dan. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think of all mm-hmm. our issues in 2021, he's very, very far away from the glaring issues of our team. And um, this Sunday, he carried us. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a big offensive lineman, all banged up, all the weapons banged up. He was by far the best offensive player on the field for either team. Right. Like, just, he was getting he was getting blitzed a lot and he would sneak right. out he, it's a lot of things and a lot of crossing tires so, Slayton, the only so. way we have a chance on monday night against kansas city is if he has someone healthy next to him or just to even to be a decoy and him playing his game so jason ha- jason garrett and the rest of the team have to find ways to get him get him going make him make sure he feels right because monday night's game can get ugly real quick and it, and it might not even be his fault type of thing. So I, it's going to be a very interesting week for the Giants to get to work and work hard. And even if they put their best foot forward, this is the kind of game is if they play hard as a real Giant fan and a diehard Giant fan, that's realistic. If they're putting their best foot forward and they're playing their balls off against, I know for whatever reason, Kansas City isn't the Kansas City team of the last couple of years for whatever Green weird board. reason Very we're surprised. still not in their weight class so they can no. easily blow us out and Dan um, they're gonna be angry too they're looking to get a win yeah no they're Monday starving night. for a win at home Monday night it's gonna be a tough situation but that's why you get paid they where the Giants are getting paid as well they have to, the Giants have to find a way to contain the offense like the other teams have been doing the last couple of weeks. So keep getting pressure on Mahomes like we did this past week, and that'll give us a shot. And yeah, their offensive line is really banged up as well. Their defense, uh, unfortunately, Spax's defense hasn't really been playing well either. So it's going to be interesting to see. We'll get, like I mentioned before, we're going to get into it later. But I, I felt like we needed to come on, do a post game recap. Giants are two and five, long way to go. But it was nice to finally get a win after a couple of weeks of getting shellacked and just destroyed. Um, until then, we'll see you with the pregame preview against Kansas City. As always, go Giants. Go Giants. It's good healthy. <laughs>